This episode of the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast is brought to you by the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast. If you're in the market for funny banter and great discussion revolving around the latest theatrical releases, check out the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or right at MidwestFilmNerds.com. Welcome to the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, John, and here with me today is Brian hey. and Alex. Hello. While you're listening or even watching along, we're streaming on Twitch right now and possibly YouTube. We're not <laughs> sure if it's actually working. Uh, why not head over to MidwestPodcastNetwork.com slash support and check out all the various ways you can support us. We got a support store where you can buy hoodies and beer koozies and t-shirts, and you can also just donate if you'd like to. You can also check out the Amazon affiliate link on our website so that whenever you make a purchase on Amazon... It gives us a little bit of money from that. And don't forget to rate and review us on all your favorite podcatchers like iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play uh, Podcast, any of those podcast places where you can rate and review us, please do because that gives us a little more exposure, lets people know how sweet we are and how much you enjoy us. Makes us feel loved. We would really appreciate that. And uh, as always, if you like what you hear, or even if you don't, please do send us feedback via email at MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com or via Twitter at MGN Podcast. And don't forget to add us on Instagram at MidwestGameNerds. Today, we are going to talk about some game news alongside a review of Nintendo's Fire Emblem Heroes and Team Ninja's Neo. But before we do that, what else have you guys been playing, Brian? More Dishonored 2. Yeah. You finally, finally finished it. Yeah, you beat it. Yeah. Um, Congratulations. The last mission took... Way longer than I expected because I ran into that same bug I had in like mission five or something. But you were saying last night that you're not even sure if it's a bug. There's just another way around that particular level. I'm pretty sure it's a bug. Okay. Because you basically you activate the power to an elevator and all of a sudden two to three people die randomly. Do they get <laughs> electrocuted? I don't know. You shouldn't turn it on when they're below the elevator. Yeah, don't do that. Well... So when I was trying to look up ways to get around <laughs> this, uh, I found out that there's just an alternate route you can take. You, like, you don't even have to activate the elevator. Mm. So I did that instead. Yeah, maybe mm. you're not supposed to. But that was after hours of maybe you going around the, the entire palace and trying to choke out every last person and make sure that they were safely tucked away somewhere. Maybe you were killing the elevator maintenance guy. Yeah, it must be. He it. was up in the closet trying to put the gears on and he <laughs> no, just but slashed him in there half. There was a uh, wolfhound on top of the elevator, <laughs> which is not supposed to be there, I'm sure. Yeah, so maybe it is a bug. Yeah, well, hmm. for the most part the game was bug-free. Like it, it Yeah. It crashed on me I think once. Um but overall it was like pretty smooth frame rate. And uh, just enjoyable overall. I, however, I got to say, like, unless you're trying to get all the trophies to not try to do the clean hands trophy, because it just takes way too long yeah. to play that way. And it, it, it starts to just not be fun after a while. Like, you just want to kill people. That, I think that was kind of my problem with the game in the first place. It's like, if you don't, if you're not significantly rewarded for not killing anybody... You then, get a different ending. You, yeah, maybe you get a different ending or whatever, which is but fine. But you can you can balance Basically, things you out. You can get a low chaos ending that's not like the perfect ending by just killing a few people here and there. It's like it doesn't count against you entirely. Okay, well that's good. But I don't know. Unless you can get like big boss rank, I don't think there's any reason to not kill people in video games. Yeah. Anyway, anything else? Um. Very little bit of the For Honored 
beta. I didn't really get into it like I did the last time. Yeah, you and Zach were playing last night. Yeah. And we were in a party chat. I, I was really tired at that point. And Brian was getting really angry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he needed some huge dudes. Some huge dudes to help him out. <laughs> Whatever. But he was getting um, angry against bots. And then they were. he was like, I just want to play against humans. And so then well, they yeah, switched because to the... People make mistakes. They and these to, bots were not making mistakes. They switched to the, to the human players. And it was just the same game. Like, he was just as angry. No. Well, yeah, yeah it was were, just as angry. Just but as they weren't doing the same things to irritate me. They were doing different things to irritate me. Like, they were just playing good and being smart. The, the bots are annoying because they will just attack you constantly and somehow like not run out of stamina and then when you finally think you have an opening you're just opening yourself up to get hit again yeah i just feel like it's just like a never-ending barrage of attacks (laughs) with the bots zach said frustrations abound and joey says for honor is life there you go (laughs) well i liked dishonored better than for honor okay honored i honor your opinion yeah um, and would you say you'd give the Medal of Honor to Dishonored? <laughs> yes. Sure. Whatever. Medal of Honor for Honor to Dishonored. <laughs> I've, yeah. Do you now think either I've of played, the games uh, feel honored for Brian I will say honor? now that I've played Neo and I've played for Honor, I think I'd rather own Neo. Okay. And, and I was at Spoiler going, alert going for the rest completely of this episode. the other direction yeah. before. But it only took me like an hour and a half of playing Neo to actually want to play more. For well, sure. We'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll get into that. Any other things you've played besides those or no? Um, Fire Emblem. Yeah. A little okay. bit. I think Alex, that's it. What about you? I beat Resident Evil 7. Uh, I played all 10 hours of this that This is the game. first Resident Evil you've actually beaten, right? No, that's not true. I've beaten two. I be, I be, I've beaten one, two, three, four, and five. Okay. And so most of them. Uh one of the 3DS ones. So I, I, didn't I, I know beaten, they had some on 3DS. Uh, yeah, they they put one on 3DS which is actually pretty good in the in the wake of Resident Evil 6 or it's yeah. actually a little bit before Resident Evil 6 and it was probably the superior game. But uh no, I I beat Resident Evil 7. I and played you did it all in VR. All in VR. I have not booted that game up in non-VR mode once in my PlayStation as of yet. Now that's pretty impressive. And how uh, wet is your couch from urine? It's not. <laughs> no, it's it's good. I you know, it with my trick that I talked about last time of zooming out the oh, VR yeah, mask, yeah. I I did okay. But no, uh I will say the end of the game is not quite what I was expecting. Okay. Uh, not necessarily a bad thing, not necessarily a good thing. So I'm looking forward to maybe sitting down and talking with Willie about that, or maybe if Jason's finished or if, if you guys, finish it. Well, we Jason, can... I think, was finished when we did our podcast. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, so maybe we can all sit down and do like a, a spoiler, spoiler cast. Of course, he wasn't here, but. Open all the way up about it. But no, that game is fantastic. Like, it's. It's a. Uh, it's. Maybe it's an early contender for game of the year for me because of how awesome it is with the VR. So, uh, super happy that I finished that. And, um, yeah, so well, that's Resident Evil. If somebody doesn't have dibs on that, I might want to borrow it. Yeah, I can lend it to you. Although I'm kind of depressed about the idea of playing it without VR. Yeah, you should really only play <laughs> it in VR. But, um, yeah, so just throw down the 399 and get some VR. But in your I, life. it's more like. 
four or five hundred. Yeah, well, no, five hundred. You just need the camera. You need the camera. So, so well, for that game, I don't need the move controller. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Do it. Pony it up. But anyway, then I'd want a pro. So that's another four hundred dollars. Well, get a better job. I don't know. Just don't. Don't buy as much booze. Yeah. Yeah, don't go to the bar for a couple nights. <laughs> then you'll be good. Okay, whatever. Um, and then I finished uh, Oca- not Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask on the 3DS as okay. well. Uh, it's been a productive week. Two yeah, weeks. no, it has. And it was uh, it was quite good. Oh, <laughs> the Resident Evil 7 theme song is what Zach is quoting in the chat. Go tell Aunt Rhody. Yeah. Yeah, no, that theme song is really weird, and you guys should go check it out if you haven't heard it yet. But uh, no, Majora's Mask finished it. It's a really cool game. I'm glad I collected all the masks before I started going through the final boss stuff, because if you do, then you get a super sweet mask that makes you really overpowered. But it's awesome. And uh, yeah, the 3DS version, I assume, is is easier, and, and obviously it's a lot easier on the eyes, too, but I think it's easier than the 64 version. And if anybody turned away from Majora's Mask but has a 3DS and has been thinking about maybe going back to it, I would give it another try because it's great. And then uh, finally I started playing in the midst of all this Fire Emblem going on. I was like, I should go back to the beginning of Fire Emblem. And they put out a remake of the original game on DS a while ago. It's called Fire Emblem Shadow Dragon. And uh, God, that game's hard. They're all hard. It's hard. I qu- I end up quitting the missions like halfway through. Even the damn a ton mobile game's hard. Yeah, but you know, like that that one at least like the interesting thing is that there are some points in that Fire Emblem game where you are on the battlefield and there are people that you can talk to and yeah. turn them to your side. But if the right character isn't there at the right time, then you could just end up killing them. And the way that you know is that, oh, you get into a battle with them and they have an actual portrait instead of just like generic soldier yeah. portrait. And then you end up just completely destroying them in that one turn. You're like, oh my God, I had no idea that I could even have that guy. Right. <laughs> it kind of sucks. But uh, but it's great. It's definitely Fire Emblem. The graphics are a little weird on the 3DS or on the DS one. Uh, it's not quite... They didn't... They went kind of 3D rendering with it, which is weird because the, uh, I guess the newer ones, Fire Emblem Awakening and Birthright and Conquest and all that stuff, those look, they kind of have some hand-drawn stuff in them, and then they also have, like, I don't know, I guess kind of chibi, super deformed 3D versions of them. But it looks a lot nicer to me than the, the weird stuff that they tried yeah. to do on the on the DS. But overall, it's it's good. It's uh, It's a lot of fun. And if you've gotten into Fire Emblem Heroes... And you want to check out a new another Fire Emblem? I would recommend one of the DS or Game Boy Advance ones before going to the uh, the 3DS ones because those ones have a lot more to them. Right on. In terms of like like the 3D. No, a little bit, but more along the lines of like, oh, you can develop relationships between these characters and they can have children, but you have to min max. Yeah, nobody needs that. You have to min max the relationships to get the best offspring. It's a it's a Japanese game, dude. Yeah. You definitely need that. Yeah. But anyway. I don't play very many Japanese games. Yeah. So. But that's about it. That's everything that I've been playing. That's cool. I've only really played the two games that we're reviewing. So that's cool. I'm not going to get into that at all. Um, I did have some, some, uh, uh, some feedback that I could bring up. And the, uh, our friend Jason Kimmel, 
uh, who came over cool. from Film Nerds, uh, bought a PSVR just to play Resident Evil 7. Hell yeah. And, nice. uh, and he was talking to me about it. I actually tipped him off. I was like, hey, go to Target right now. I hear they got a bunch of them in stock, so please go get one. Because he was like, I can't find one, and I'm not playing Resident Evil till I can get one. Um, but he finally got one. He checked it out. He sent... I, I recommended a few things to him, like Res Infinite and Batman and all the, like, you know, the standbys yeah. that we've been talking about, and he's apparently enjoyed it quite a bit. He sent back a picture. He's like, this is me after playing a few hours of Resident Evil 7 and Res Infinite, and it's just a picture of him beaming. <laughs> it's no, like, I was, good. Okay. So I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. No, it was not his uh, member. No, I was like I thinking that's was he sitting in a, a, a puddle of, puddle of his own... No, not everybody has a weak bladder like you when they play Resident Evil 7, apparently. So. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, Zach says every JRPG has a romance simulator built in nowadays. That's 100% yeah, true. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But anyway, yep. Cool. Um, yeah, no, I haven't played anything else. I've yeah. only played the stuff we're reviewing. Yeah. I think, right? Yeah, I think that's right. I think you had Bloodborne on one of these days. Yeah, but. I flicked it on for a second to kind of prep myself for Neo. Okay. And, and because, like, <laughs> but we then had, you realized how lost you were, and you're just like, Yeah, uh, well, I started over. <laughs> There's no start, way I'm ever starting that game. Started I think over. it's the third or fourth time, yeah. <laughs> so I started, I started a new character in Bloodborne. Too, too many uh, screams and tears went into getting as far as I did in that game, yep. so I'm never starting over. Eh, no matter know. how lost I feel, that's good. Well, that's the thing. Every time I start over, I feel like I'm able to breeze through the whole intro part. Like, yeah. well, yeah, you can. But if you time. want to breeze through the whole intro part, you can just go back to the intro part. That's what I did. Like, I just took like yeah, with but my I like, old I game. Like, I went back to the intro so that's, level. That's the thing. Just I, to like get myself in to, the because I, I have all again. the save games still from my previous characters. So I went to the one that was the furthest. And I jumped in, and I was like, I don't remember where the fuck I am, or what I'm doing here, yeah. or like why I'm in this area, or what there is to even do here. So then I was just like, fuck it, I'll just start over. So I it, started it, over. It is a, a little difficult to remember like the the layout of some of those maps. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I, I was running around, and I couldn't remember the placement of the enemies. Yeah, and so I've got that's things jumping out of like <laughs> yep. hiding spots, and I'm just like, damn it, like. Why did I? And, and I was getting anxious again playing it, and I was like, I don't want to feel this way. <laughs> so I switched, I started I over. That's and the, then, the best then, part of that game. Well, and the art style of the game sometimes makes it really hard to spot those yeah. things. Yeah. Even like so, they it's blend just kinda, in. Yeah. Everything has that like you know. It, they, yeah, it's really yeah, well done. Man, I wish you would have gotten to the last part. Well, I got past that part the last time I played, but the the forest with all the like. Piles of slithering snake people, yeah. and like the dudes where their heads pop off and they have snakes coming out of their neck. That would scare the shit out of you. I heard there's a part of that game where there are just invisible enemies that can kill you in one hit, so I'm super excited to get to that part. <laughs> the, the ones that creep me out every time is there's these, these little, like, old man dudes. I don't know, they're like like half the height of a normal person, maybe a third of the height. And they'll like get up on your head and like start like opening your skull. That's nuts. That's crazy. It's horrible, horrifying to watch. I just remember finding like like getting to the point where I could walk around the woods and not being able to see any of the enemies in the woods because they blend so well. Like they blend in so well to the background that like they're you couldn't see them from a distance even. So 
Zarek says, try playing through the game using the the entire game using the cane whip. Incoming sponsorship from Morton. <laughs> <laughs> I assume because of how salty you will be the yeah, entire time. Right. <laughs> I, I never mastered the cane whip. I'm a big pussy and I use the axe use, yeah, most the of the axe. time. <laughs> the axe is my favorite for sure. Well, it's, it's, got it's wide like, reach. Yeah, it's like the power. noob weapon. I felt really safe behind that one. Yeah. The Kirk Hammer's awesome, though. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the weapons are awesome. They're Mr. Just... Bula in the chat says more dog. So, uh, I, That's and, Pat. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hi, Pat. Pat. Um, but Show him your wiener. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's here for everybody to see. Um, yeah, Bloodborne. Yeah, anyways. Uh, news bits. You had some news bits. Yeah, there's a bunch of news. Uh, E3 tickets are going to be open to the public this year for the for one of the first times, if not the first time, at least in modern E3 uh, capacity. But... I think they're letting 15,000 people in, from what I heard. Um, and uh, I think that's cool, but kind of weird. Because um, I was listening to a few different podcasts talk about it, and they were all kind of like, well, it's going to suck having that many more people around there. But the other problem is that like, if people are paying money to attend E3, and they can't make the special press appointments that people who are in the press get to make... Then you're not really, it's going to be you standing in a line for 12 hours right. to play 10 minutes of, you know. Yeah. I'd much rather go to PAX. Like that's, and yeah, that's kind of like when PAX I'd, was kind of designed for. PAX is designed for consumers for to come consumers up and play again. Like there. you can go to the indie mega booth and check out a bunch of indie games really quickly, play them all very easily. Plus, it sounds like one big party, too. So, you know. Uh, Pat says, I also opened this in the Windows 10 app, but I don't think chat is working there. That's weird. I don't know if that's on I our end. I use the Windows 10 app. Yeah, just go to, go on the web. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, so E3, we're not going to go. Not this year, anyway. No. Uh, one, one of these times, we'll go to a one of these one trade of these shows. Trade shows or conventions. Yeah. But, uh, the president of Nintendo in Japan said that Nintendo Switch online cost will be about 2,000 to 3,000 yen per year, which roughly, if you don't, not the direct... Uh, uh, exchange rate, but roughly will end up meaning it'll be twenty to thirty dollars for a year of their online service. That's not so bad. But what are you getting for the twenty to thirty bucks? Yeah, that's kind of what you, we don't you know. Get yet. one or two games that you can play only for that month. Yeah, yeah. I don't and really which like, like spotty online service. Which is like that's okay. I mean, you know, for the for what you're getting, it, it's it's okay. You know, at least it's not sixty dollars for there, that. There's no Meverse anymore either, which I yeah. don't really know what that is all about. And it's probably stupid anyway. No, Meverse but. was cool, but it you know, it, we'll see if they figure out a way to work it in. But, um, yeah, from what I understand, it it seems like this is just going to give you access to those games and chat through your phone. But we'll see. You know, yeah, who knows. Um, a lot more to understand about that. And in other Switch news, they're going to do a, uh, a Splatoon 2 Global Test Fire, which is what they call their betas for Splatoon for some reason. It's hmm. going to be March 24th to tw- through 26th. There's going to be a bunch of one-hour periods that you can play through the game. You guys, we're like less than game. a month away. I know. I know. I'm really it's, excited for a new I, hardware. I, that just dawned on me like right now. Like, yeah. We're like we're like two weeks away yeah. at this point, That's essentially. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. I also yeah. have a new television to plug it into. That's cool. Really? Yeah. We bought a new TV for the living room. Uh, is you it? told me about it. Was it? A, it was a $250 Best Buy exclusive Roku Sharp. Okay. And it has the better picture than my plasma and my other LG combined. Hmm. It looks incredible. Is it 4K? No, 
It's mm. not. It's just 1080p. I don't need 4K. Yeah. I don't pay for that shit. It's, it's way too expensive. expensive. It's 250 bucks, and it looks amazing. And it, the speakers sound good. It's got down-firing speakers. Hmm, I want to cool. plug some kind of gaming console in it just to see how the games look, but like we watched John Wick on it yesterday, and yeah. I was blown away by how good that TV looks. That's awesome. How big so, is it, do you say? It's 43 inches. Yeah. So Cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, so uh, look on... You know, I can go through it. Friday, March 24th, 3 p.m. to 11 p.m. I don't even know if that's EST or EDT. So look it up if you want to know. It's Japanese time. When Splatoon... Yeah, it could be. And you're going to be playing at 5 in the morning. Right. Uh, but yeah, check that out if you are interested. We might hop on there since we will all have switches. And that would be fun to do. Um, but yeah, so that's happening. Uh, there's a few other quick things before we get to kind of the bigger story. Steam Greenlight is going to go away. That was kind of their early access. That was their way of stepping away from curating the games that go into was the it, store. Was it early and, access? Like, well, it was like it was it was allowing the people that are in Steam to vote on what games they want to get a release right. in Steam. And uh, the thing is that it allowed developers to pay a hundred dollars, and then they could submit a bunch of different games. Uh, but the problem was that Steam saw like 40% of the video games that are released on it last year. Like 40% of all of the video games on Steam were released last year. 40%. That's almost insane. half. Wow. And, and it's a lot of garbage and people have noted that. So they are now doing something called Steam Direct, which it's going to cost much more than $100. And it will be only for one game, supposedly up to $5,000. That you have to pay in order to launch your game in Steam. So, uh, hopefully, it will. I make, mean, if your game doesn't suck, you'll make that five thousand dollars back. That's in like that's a week. the point. That's Not kind of the point week. of it. Um, so, hopefully, it'll you know no, cut down on some of the crap that's in the store. Um, I mean, it sucks for the little guy who who can't you know can't afford that. I guess, but and you know, the seemed, one the one man. I team, think with all the crowdsourcing and stuff now, you can you can put money aside for that it yeah. seems like they're kind of uh they're a bit up in the air about things at the moment so they're they could be maybe working out things where you could pay a lower rate if you're an indie developer right. or something like that or maybe it's less if you've had other successful releases on steam or something but uh there's not a lot of news on it yet just that yeah, they like, want to get rid of green light maybe a variable rate but the cap is five grand yeah 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 gotcha. so yeah, more on that later. Uh, Call of Duty may head back to World War II this year. Anybody care? No. Yeah. They're just doing that because Battlefield did so well. Yeah, and you know, I heard people were really happy with the Infinite Warfare. That's the one that came out this year, right? Really? Yeah. Yeah, they were really happy with the story of Infinite Warfare. That's that what I like heard, too. One of the best out of those games. But Campaign's I'm- back. That was one of the uh, Game Informer articles like mm. from the past couple of months. Is that Yeah. Titanfall two, like it's great first person shooter campaigns are like on point. Yeah, I was the, I was very uh, impressed with the Titanfall two campaign. Yeah, so it seems it seems a little weird that they might be dialing a lot of that back, but at the same time, like, what are they going to do? <laughs> you can't go much bigger than space unless right. you're like fighting God. Maybe it'll be like Star Trek <laughs> episode six. Oh, uh, isn't that five that they five. go to the center? Zach's like, saying the universe. Yeah, that he, one's uh, horrible. He bought into a few green light games and he'll never do it again. <laughs> Yeah, it's pro- there were a few things that came through that should have come through. Yeah, I think uh, I think um, like Stardew Valley might have been a green light game, and a bunch of other games that actually got really big were green light. But right. you know, 
few and far between. So, um, the last guardian is now $40 permanent price drop. Go buy it. Go pick it up. It's awesome. And then um, a few other things. The creators of Adventure Time are making a Castlevania show for Netflix. This supposed is to be out oh, this year. Super exciting! I didn't catch that detail. Yeah, the creators of Adventure Time. Yeah, that changes there's, everything. There's not a lot of like information as to whether or not it's live action or not. I think it's going to be an anime. It might be an anime, which I'm okay with be. because I if if the art style is anything like the Castlevania series has been in the past few years, yeah. like I'm down with that. That's cool. Yeah, that would be pretty rad. Past, and they, past two decades, I just I should say. <laughs> yeah, they said that they they want to make it super violent. They want to make it, you know, it needs to be R rated. They want to get get away from the the sparkly vampire bullcrap of of Twilight, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it sounds like they're headed in the right direction. But I'm excited to see and it, more. It follows and, the Belmonts yes, again. Yeah, and. Alucard is going to be a bad guy. Okay, that's cool. I think that's what I picked up from one of the articles. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the guy who's been producing, I think his name is Adi Shankar. He yeah, did he produced that Joseph Kahn Power Rangers short? Yep. Uh, he seems he says he's been working on it for like ten fifteen years at this point. So yeah. it seems a, like he's a pretty a big fan, and it's a his. passion project yeah. for him. So, so it's going to be really good. Yeah. Knock on wood. Uh, Joey's asking total gameplay hours for Last Guardian. I think I put like twelve hours into it, maybe thirteen, something That's like that. But there's That's probably more you can. There's right? a, you could go back and do some more. There's like items and things that you can get, like other things that I'm unaware of at the moment. There's more to do, but it's it's for forty dollars. Really, I definitely say that's fine. Yeah, sixty. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And Zach's quoting Castlevania. Yes. Now. <laughs> you steal men's souls and make them your slaves. <laughs> yeah, let's just hope the dialogue isn't anything like that. No, a less wood. I mean, if it is, whatever. Like, oh. I'll, I'll still enjoy it. <laughs> or at least some quality wood. Ah, Alucard. <laughs> that, that's a reference to Neo that we haven't talked oh, about. Okay, yet. that's good. Uh, yeah, maybe they'll uh, maybe they'll have flashbacks. That are yeah, like, right. That look like the video game? I don't know. What is a man? <laughs> what, oh, what does he say? It's oh, a, a miserable, miserable pile, pile of secrets. secrets. <laughs> but enough talk. Have at you. Anyway, we're nerds. Uh, uh, and then the the one other, the big story that kind of The broke. dialogue is like the best part of that game. <laughs> That's not true. No, the game itself fucking rules. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Zach's still quoting more, which is good. Um PlayStation 4 firmware 4.5, some of the details have come out. It's probably going to come out soon, probably by the end of the month from the way that they've done these announcements. you got to be careful rotating your mic. Oh, yeah, that's true. I'm sorry. Let me get your camera back on I want to be centered in the frame. <laughs> but, uh... Superstar. So, some details. Uh, we've got external hard drive support. You'll be able to download games directly to the hard drive and play them off of Thank it. Thank God, because my hard drive is full now. Yeah, it's... Yeah. it's it's good. I, that was I, one of the reasons why I was thinking about getting a pro. It's just to have a larger <laughs> hard drive. Since I've upgraded to the pro, I haven't run I haven't had to delete anything yet, but I'm probably getting close. So we'll see. But yeah, that's awesome. I think they said it will support up to eight terabyte drives. Yes, it, yeah. So Sweet. Um, there's gonna be plenty of space for people that need it. Uh and then uh three D Blu ray playback is coming to PSVR. 
That's really exciting. So it will actually be 3D in the headset instead of uh, just yeah. being cinematic. Bust mode. out your avatar, Blu-rays, oh. guys. <laughs> Tron. No, I'm I the first. This, the day that that comes out, I'm throwing Tron immediately into the PlayStation and watching it. Cause yeah, I that's gonna be butt awesome. naked except for the P- PSVR headset. <laughs> I'm wondering if you if you tilt your head, if it will actually look like kind of a 3D model at all That'd or not. Be sweet. Like what is how is it going to look? So I'm. I'm excited. Puts to, you in it a little more. Yeah. You look yeah. down and you're wearing Tron leggings. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a few other uh, details. I can't remember exactly what they are. There's nothing too crazy uh, that they've announced so far. There's one thing that's come out from everybody that's been beta testing it that may or may not be in the final release. And it's a little thing called boost mode for PlayStation 4 Pro. Also known as beast mode. Yeah. Yes. So what it does is it can it unlocks the higher clock speed for uh, any games that were released before the Pro came out and that have not gotten a PS4 Pro patch. So games like Bloodborne will have better performance. They won't be quite as stuttery as I was playing through it today. And so, and they've shown some videos on the internet of the gameplay in beast mode. There, there are several games that look a lot better. There's apparently a list of a few games that do not work at all. And this is a checkbox that you'd be able to uncheck and go back to playing the games normally if you would like That's to, cool. to do. So you're not pot committed to upgrading or not upgrading. It'll just be a, an option you can mm. move or remove. But things like uh, launch launch games like, uh, what's it called? Killzone Shadowfall apparently was running very well. Battlefield 4 apparently ran fantastically like on pc levels at this point you only sent me the thing. bloodborne ones and it looked amazing yeah and, and there, there was i watched a, there's like a 15 minute digital foundry video where they play a bunch of games side by side with the the beast mode on and yeah. off and and it looks like there's pretty much better performance all around well, that would make sense well I mean, the other thing it's is like on a pc so the um the what they did they did something assassin's creed unity was the one that came out that was super broken oh yeah apparently it works flawlessly on beast mode interesting which is which is it cool. would have been a i mean it was a nice looking game yeah. but it was so like it was just buggy feeling and, and weirdly performing, but yeah. Uh, the other thing that was the that I forgot to mention. Also, we can talk about it in news. Fallout Four got a PS4 Pro patch. It now renders at 1440p, and there's like new god rays and all kinds mm-hmm. of. It, it looks a lot prettier. I played it for like ten minutes just to see how it is. Looks prettier. I ran around Diamond City and didn't get any stuttering, so the performance is up a little bit. But apparently, it performs even better with boost mode without the patch. Huh. So it doesn't look as good. It's well, not rendering because higher. It's, yeah. Because they added in they they were they're rendering it higher and they're also adding in the god rays. Yeah, so obviously if you're rendering it higher, you're gonna take a frame rate kind Yes, of. yeah. So so that but the other problem is is that if you've already upgraded to the point where you got that update, then you can't roll back to the next update. So you'd be dealing with disk level bugs and things for Fallout, which mm. is not Yeah, it's a no. it's not a good way to play a Fallout game. Uh Joey's asking, can they boost load times for PlayStation menus? Uh, the Pro is already menus. a lot faster in PlayStation menus. I'd I never had any problems slowdown. with my menus. Yeah. Maybe, maybe That's make like some. That's like the best part compared to the Xbox is yeah. how quick the menus are. Joey, maybe you should make some folders and condense things down a bit. And That's maybe what I've it'll, done. Maybe it'll make it load a little bit quicker. But, but the Pro is already pretty fast for that. Apparently, the, the, some load times for games do get better with boost mode as well. Which is which is cool. 
Sweet. Um, but yeah, so that may or may not be out with firmware 4.5. They've kind of been a little dodgy with it. This is just kind of the beta period for it. Right. Um, but hopefully it'll be out within one of the next, you know, hopefully by 5.0 at least, but yeah. we'll see. I think at this point they should just put it out because everybody's like, it's making these games work a lot better and we can turn it off if it doesn't help us. Mm-hmm. So just do it. Right on. Do it. It's it's cool. That's good. I want a pro, but I got to buy a switch. Yeah, that's where my money's going. That's fair. No, I mean, I you know, the pro is nice. I don't either. I, again, Without, I, I have no reason to buy it because yeah. my PlayStation Four works fine. If it died tomorrow, I would go. Buy I'm a just pro. waiting yeah. for mine to die. I want but, it to die, and then I'll buy a pro. I would rather not <laughs> die. I'd rather somebody be like, "Hey, dude, you want to buy a pro? I'll buy your PlayStation Four off of you," and then I would sell it to them for yeah. like two hundred dollars or less. I don't care. Like whatever. There you go. But I, I eventually I'll get a pro. I definitely need new controllers for my PlayStation. If anyone 4. wants to buy my PlayStation, I'll buy a pro. <laughs> yeah. There I you just, go. I don't want two PlayStations. Brian will sign it and we'll make him put on some lipstick and kiss it too, so you can see how small his mouth actually is. Yeah. And then yeah. <laughs> That's so. just weird. It's only only two two hundred and twenty five dollars. There you go. <laughs> That's more than I was going to ask, but that's okay. If pay two fifty, then he won't kiss it. If Brian yeah. did, in fact, use lipstick, the stick would last forever because he'd barely have to put any on. Anyways, Fire Emblem. Let's uh, talk about Fire Emblem. Yeah, Fire Emblem Heroes. So Fire Emblem Heroes is Nintendo's newest game on mobile platforms. It's on iOS and Android. Uh, it is your basic tactical RPG just like Fire Emblem, but it's scaled down to a four-party, four-person party, uh, versus. Like it's, a, and it's usually you know four, four versus three or four versus four. Um, on like a seven by seven grid or something. Yeah, like six that. by eight, six by eight, whatever. It's uh, or eight by six, one of the two. In my opinion, it's the perfect. This this Fire Emblem Heroes is the perfect way to have a strategy game like this on a mobile platform. Yeah, it plays really well. It loads really quick. Uh, the artwork is beautiful. The music is pretty cool. It's pretty epic at the times. Yeah. Um, the, I don't. I mean, it 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 play. I just like how well it plays. I've played it for for hours, and every time you log in, you get bonuses and things mm-hmm. like so. Mm-hmm. Damn, I should be logging in. I've been logging in every day, even if I couldn't play for That's a minute. How they get would, you? Yeah, because yeah, they'll give you two or, two orbs, two herbs. Two herbs. See, I don't even know what to do with but that's the thing. That I got. Yet. I haven't played it long enough. To I ended up getting like a five orb bonus at one point yeah. for some reason, and then I also got ten thousand hero feathers. Like, yeah. So yeah, they just did that randomly they, yeah. logging in whenever. Like you may get a sweet surprise. Yeah. So cool. They. I mean, we can talk about kind of the. So it's a free game. Um, but you can buy different things that allow you to either level up your character characters or allow you to summon new characters, which right. are the orbs. Um, and kind of the way it goes is that it'll cost you 20 orbs to pull five characters. And it starts with five orbs for one character and goes all the way down to three orbs for the last character in order to add up to 20, obviously. That's how you do your full five pull. Because uh, otherwise, if you did five characters... Off the bat, it would cost you 25 orbs. So that's mm. kind of the like, okay, it'll be cheaper if you do it all at once. Um, but yeah, so it plays like your Final Fantasy Tactics or yeah. your Ogre Battle or Shining Force or however you want or your Fire Emblem. Any of your turn-based strategy 
RPGs. Yeah. And uh, speaking of strategy games, a little off topic, but I just read about before we came here that the people from FTL were making a tactical strategy game. That's cool. Turn based. Yeah. Awesome. I think it's called Into the Void or something. All right. I'm down. Yeah. Sweet. It's XCOM is another one of those. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it, yeah, this is scaled down though. Like the strategy there's you, you, each character has one move and that's it. And you kind of have to like, well, some of them could have two, you can equip you, abilities. Yeah. There's certain like abilities that. that you can get. There's like, there's like mega, like, I don't know what they're called. Like the, the super attacks. Yeah. Kind of like a super when your character performs up to four, like four actions, it activates the super and you can use it. Um, those sorts of things you can equip. And uh, you can change out weapons and like change out different skill sets and things like that. But it's really you really only have like one to maybe two actions per character, and you can only take one action per turn. Yeah. The only way you can do two actions is if you move and attack in the same turn, and it has to be you basically like select the attack that you want to make, and then it automatically will move your character adjacent. Yeah, I noticed that. Sometimes you get characters that have a support skill that will allow them to allow other characters to move and fight again. Right. But uh, yeah. And I've also seen the support skill where enemies can pull your characters yep. like, further away from your party. Yeah. You can like you can do... Uh, some of the axe users have things that will push an enemy back a space. Yep. Uh, which will allow another person to come in and fight them. Hmm. Uh, or some people can pull somebody out so that they'll be within reach of another one of your characters. Yep. Uh, more often than not, the enemy team has it and they use it on you, which really sucks yeah, when that happens. There's a lot of little strategy things that I'm still uncovering yeah. playing this game. I mean, game. there's that whole like paper, rock, scissors, attack yeah. thing. Too. So swords are good against axes, which are good yeah. against lances, which are good against swords, which is kind of how that works. Um Sometimes, I don't know if there's any of them in this game yet, but sometimes you can unlock a weapon that will allow you to reverse that cycle and have a lance that's really good against axes instead yeah. of poor against them. surprise lance. Yeah. But, um, no, all of the elements feel really good. A battle never takes more than, like, three to five minutes, if that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you can suspend it even at that point, which is great. Hmm. Um... There's, there's a, I guess the other hooks that we can talk about is that there's stamina, which you spend stamina every time you do a battle. Yep. And basic and, story battles only take one stamina. Yeah, like one okay. or two. They start, they escalate as you fur- go further in the story. And then once you flip to hard mode, whoop, I just flipped that mic there. It, once fine. you flip to hard mode, the stamina cost goes up. So you're spending more yeah, to and play then higher level things. On top of hard mode, there's ludicrous mode. Or no, yeah. lunatic. Lunatic <laughs> mode. I wish it was ludicrous. <laughs> ludicrous speed, go. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and then the other thing is that there's events as well. So every day, uh, right now they have a month-long thing that's like the opening celebration where they have two specific uh, fights that I think reward you with more orbs than a normal mission would. Yes. Which is cool. But then also every day they have... An easy and a, a normal and a hard battle that will allow you to gain a particular character. Um, hmm. And you can get... Uh, God, there's so much to talk about with this game. The characters have stars, which is kind of their potential. It looks... Yeah. I mean, I only played for probably like 30 minutes, I'll be honest. Yeah. But... I felt like I was just barely scratching the surface. But it's so easy to get into. Oh, it's yeah. super it's so easy, easy to, pick to understand. Up. Yeah. And that's that's perfect for a mobile game. 
I mean, I was telling my drum student who's like kids, like nine years old, I think <laughs> maybe 10. I was yeah. like, he was asking me about mobile games that I play. And I was like, I, I've been playing this one. And I was like, you should play it too, because we could play together. Because it's it's cross platform, yeah. so like Android and iOS can How play do together. You play, see, I never even you, got to you add a you can there's a there's a friend code and you can enter the friend code and play. And then you both kind of send each other items and stuff like that. Yeah, hmm. it's pretty cool. But um, what else? I was going to say something else about it too. Uh, you probably weren't done either. I just wanted to say something. That's fine. <laughs> No, there's I mean, a, there's a lot to talk about with the game, and I feel like it's going to be hard for us to cover it all without, like, you know, spending an hour on it. But oh, it, here's okay. So everyone is concerned with it being like a money sink, mm-hmm. and it's not because you don't have to put money into it if you don't want to. Like, it's definitely something where like you, you there's no push for you to spend money unless you uh, you absolutely have to spend money to keep playing, which you don't because they're always giving you the items you need to do the things you want to do in the game that would cost money. Yeah. Um, if you are on Android, download the Google Rewards app and you can do surveys to get free Google Play money. And yeah. then, I mean, that's what I did. I invested a bunch of that. Like I had 30 some odd dollars saved up in my Google Play account that I just used you know, whatever, $15 towards this game. Cause I, it's just money that I'm, I'm not going to use. Yeah. So no. And that's the thing is that it's, it just requires patience after a certain point, even like I, for the first five days of me playing that game, I never ran out of stamina. Yeah. But and now that I'm trying to do stuff on hard mode and lunatic mode, I am spending the stamina a little bit more, but even then I just put it away for a couple hours and then I pull it out later and play a few more rounds of something. So you know, it's never, it never feels like it's begging me to pay money. Um, and the only problem, I don't know, if you're one of those people that will just sink money trying to get the Fire Emblem character that you want, then it might be a problem for you because that might happen. Although maybe that would have been me, but I got the character that I wanted in my first poll. <laughs> so yeah. I, got, I got Roy right off the I'm bat. I'm just not really partial to any of them. Which is fine. I'm well, just like, oh, so, the artwork for this one's cooler than that So that's that the thing, one. though. There, the only there are certain characters that if you use them in the duels where you're playing yeah, other like players, you get bonuses for using those characters in uh, battle. And if you have, like, all four of the characters in your party are characters in that bonus bracket, like, you get a four-time bonus. Like, it's... So there's incentive to get specific characters other than just, like, for nostalgic's sake, you know? Yeah. So... It's, it's like it's when, very, you're, when you're putting your money into like a slot machine and you you bet $4 instead of the $1 minimum, right. you could get more out of it. Yeah. That's basically what you're sort telling of. me. So a few, a few things from Zach here. He says, as long as it's better than Clash Royale. I haven't played Clash Royale, but it seems like it probably is. I don't know. It's Fire Emblem, which is cool. Uh, he said, if only Square made a Chrono Trigger Tactics mo- game mobile or not, Chrono Trigger would be pretty sweet. Yeah. Corner t- trigger anything is sweet. Yeah. And then he said, uh, like the guy that spent $1,000 plus and didn't get the character he was after. That, Somebody spent $1,000. I was telling Zach this last night when he mentioned that. Uh, yeah. That guy's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, and that's the thing. Like, I think I saw the post. Somebody, like, uh, the Verge or somebody like that posted a thing that was like, spending $1,000 in Fire Emblem Heroes does not guarantee that you get all the characters, which... Yeah, that's yeah, kind of all they all pull at random. Random so. stuff goes. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Don't be an idiot. 
basically. Yeah, or but, if or be an idiot. If you're rich, use your money for something better. Be an idiot so they get more money and start making more cool games to play. Yeah, yeah. But no, it's. I think it's in one of the top grossing games right now on iOS, which is crazy for like a Japanese RPG kind of game. But that's cool. Then maybe that speaks to how easy it is to pick up. Yeah. You know, yeah. Any, anybody can do it. I mean, I usually don't touch that genre, but I was curious and checked it out. I think it's yeah. kind of cool. Do you think you're going to play more? Because yeah. I, I get the feeling that you're not going to touch it again after we're done here. <laughs> no, it's just I was too busy trying to finish Dishonored that um, I didn't want to play fair. that long. Yeah. John, you're going to play more? Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's the perfect poop game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and top of that, like if I'm stuck at work and I'm on the embroidery machine and I have to sit next to it, yeah. it's a great game to pick up for five seconds and do that between like pieces that are running on the machine. You know? Yeah. No, so. I, I, I think it's great. It'll be something that I play for a little while and hopefully with the different events and things that they run, they, they're doing something called a grand battle right now. And your character it's needs done to be after today. Yeah, your character needs to be like level twenty five, and I have a team of four that are like level twenty four, level twenty five. I've played every day. Yeah, that since it's been released, and I still I'm the, my highest character sixteen. I you're guess just you're not just trying not hard enough. enough. I guess the game as Alex is. I suppose I, I have a group of four that are at like twenty four, twenty five, and I still cannot beat that mission for the life of me. Well, so you have one group that you've been focusing on? Not necessarily. Because I've, I've been, got, I've, I have all of my team slots filled, yeah. and I've been trying to build all of them equally. Yeah, I, I mean, I wish I, I wish I did do that so that I would have a group of four that are all on the arena, the dual list, right. and that I could do that, but that's not really the case. Uh, like, I... I I just like Roy so much more than all the other characters that that's the team that I cared about. So I just yeah. kind of wanted to beef that one up a lot. And, and it's, I don't know what Roy looks strong. like, but I'm just imagining Roy from Siegfried and Roy a little bit, but Japanese anime. Well, style. he's got his shorter red hair, but he's got like darker clothes than that. What if it's Roy from the office? That would also be interesting. <laughs> Pam Beasley's yeah. oh. ex fiance, <laughs> David Denman. Yeah. Yeah, that mm, wanted to beat okay. up Jim Halpert. Worse for me, but anyway, it's cool. Everybody yeah. should check it out. It's free. If you like those games, why not? Yeah, you know? <laughs> Marth is greater than Roy. Just saying, says Zach. <laughs> you know, yeah, them's fighting words. No, I mean, I'm sure Zach could kick my ass with Marth over Roy. Yeah, in with melee, Marth? really easily. Zach could do it with level one characters what kind on of your name 25. Is that? <laughs> Marth. <laughs> Marth, yeah. Like M A. Welcome to Japan. And welcome, Dude, all welcome the, to localization in Japan. All the names are weird in the game. Yeah, except the ones that are like Japanese, like Setsuna. Yeah, but no, those I mean, seem normal to me for some reason. I know people. I know people like Marth over Roy. I always liked Roy from Smash Brothers Melee, just because his uh, Marth is quicker. But Roy, they're essentially the same character. Marth is quicker. Roy's sword would Marth do fire damage. Yeah. I just thought it was short for Martha. Nope. Which they're makes both, no they're sense. They're both dudes. But so. Marfa. <laughs> but no. The other cool or thing you is... you Marf? The other no, cool Marth. thing Marth. is... Th. Okay. okay. The other cool thing is, is that these characters are from all of the different Fire Emblem games. Yeah, and there's, there's a, a lot of them like that a billion never came out called here. Fire Emblem Heroes. So it should be like a collection. From yeah. The it is a collection. And absolutely. So I've been, heroes. I've been getting the, uh, the guys... <laughs> Pat says, this sure beats watching this live from the telescope and bedroom like I normally do. 
probably uh, are close enough. Shit. I've been picking up characters. He's like right there. <laughs> <laughs> I've been picking up characters from. I got some from the first Game Boy game that came out. I got Roy, who's from a game that never came out in the U.S. I've gotten a few guys from the later Fire Emblem game. So it's kind of cool to see that. I wish they listed in like their profile what game they first appeared in or yeah. something like that. Mm. Uh, but they don't do that as of yet. And the other, you can flip through. The, there's a listing of them that tells you. I think is there in the game. I'll yeah. have to look for it. Uh, but the other, the only other thing that I would say is I think the story mode's a little disappointing because it's just kind of this weird. It's just something to propel you you through uh, through battles. Yeah, to each, get you to love. I don't. Even, all I got through was, oh hey, you need to go do this battle. Oh. Actually, it was just a trick to get you away from where you really should be, and then that was it. That's all I've done of the story. Well, like, each chapter of the story (coughs) takes you to a different land, and that land is the land of one of the games. So you're fighting characters from that particular game in that land, and I think there's nine chapters plus the prologue or something like that. So... You know, it's it's very loose story wise, and I wish there was a little bit more behind it because there's usually a pretty. But that's the thing, like a like a nice because of story. because of how casual the game is in general. I think putting too deep of a story in it would just turn. People no, I, off. I get that, I get that. But maybe maybe they'll put a mode in later that allows you to. There's still a mode that's like a bunch of question marks to me. I don't know what it is because it's Japanese. It'll be like super narrative mode 2.0.5 or something good. like that. Remix, yeah, remix, HD. romance HD edition, yeah, six five. Mm-hmm. XD. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> but anyway, that's Fire Emblem. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about Neo. Yeah. Neo. I'm glad I can at least say something about it. Now. Okay. The beta sucked. Yeah. Right? Like I thought so. I wouldn't say so. I did not. I, I played the beta for 15, maybe 20 minutes. It wasn't even the beta. I think that was the alpha, alpha demo. Yeah. It was the alpha, first thing I did both. Out. I did the alpha oh, and the beta. Okay. And I was just kind of like, I'm not feeling this at all. But then everybody was saying how great the game is. And I was like, maybe we should do this. And I went out. I bought it on Amazon because I had some extra money in, in my Amazon account. and Yeah. We we were talking about what are we going to talk about this week, and we're yeah. like, well, we can do Fire Emblem, but then also Neo's coming out, and you guys are both big Bloodborne fans. Yeah, I would call myself a fan of Bloodborne, maybe not as big as you guys, but as as difficult as this game is, <laughs> and I'm not even out of the first boss fight. <laughs> well, technically, I, well, the fir- there's one boss at the end of the prologue. Yeah, there's like a that, prologue, which so doesn't easy, really. Though. He is super easy, and then like the the first real boss, I've probably tried to fight him at least 15 times yeah i eight of them today and i still can't beat him yeah I, and, but 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 that being said i still love this game yeah it's a ton of fun it's it's super fun just to run around and do the combos and like i, I gotta say like i didn't play it for very long yeah i i mean i just finally today broke down and was like you know what i'll just go buy it I went and I traded two games and got fifty one dollars. I'm like, cool. This is going to cost well, two me games nothing. Did you yeah, trade yeah. Um, one of my two copies of Titanfall two <laughs> and uh, Steep that I was never going to play anyway, but I got it in the buy two get one free yeah, kind of deal. That's good. You kind, I think you technically came out ahead on that, right? Sort of. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, anyways, Best Buy was out, and they yeah. checked like all the other Best Buys, and none of them had it. Yeah, I think it's sold out. Not yeah. only like in most places in the U.S., but also in Japan. I think it sold out pretty pretty big. 
but so yeah, and then you loaned me the the rental. Yeah, so, I, so Family Video like, got one copy of it, and I I managed to rent it. And the it. one nice. dude there didn't even think they were going to get it. Yeah, right? he's like, I don't think like the guy must have been an idiot. Look at the like, flyer behind your head. Should, yeah, it's on your guys's flyer. You know, it's right there. I just I think here at a store. It was funny because I went in on I like Tuesday. That people can actually see that face you're making. I went in on Tuesday, like close to open, and I went. I was like looking at the PS4 games, and there was this other dude looking at the PS4 games, and then I kind of went over to the. I went over to the the front desk and was like, "Hey, do you guys have this game that's you in the flyer?" Ruined that guy's I might have ruined that because I think he came over and looked at it and was kind of like, and then he just kind of walked away and I was like, "What?" And he wah. cried in a corner. Sorry, guy. I know how Family Video works. Sorry, guy yep. at Family Video. But anyway, uh, yeah, I wasn't planning on trying this out because I kind of, you know, as John said, the beta. But I, that I, guy I, was I planning on it. I don't think the alpha. Months. Yeah, that's fine. I don't think the alpha was. Um, bad in my opinion i was just kind of like oh it's a souls game all right and then i was like i don't need yeah to play i was like oh it's a souls like game that's even fucking harder somehow yeah but uh now that i've gotten used to, i don't know what it is it's it could be one of two things number one i love the fact that this game isn't stupidly oblique because when you go to level up it's like hey if you level this up you will be better with axes that's all i need to know that's all I got to do. I just <laughs> yeah. put all the points in there, and I'm good, and everything's great. Right. That's awesome. I'm glad that that's a thing. I've been doing axes and sword, and then also a little bit into the Guardian... I want to call them Guardian Forces, because that's what they were in Final Fantasy VIII, but I can't remember what they're actually called. Guardian Spirit? I think so. Guardian yeah. Spirits, yeah. Um, Guardians? What is the main character's name? It's got to be Neo, right? No, it's William, yeah. William? <laughs> yes. Okay, I totally missed that. odd Japanese translation again. No, 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 no. The dude is English. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, you're, <laughs> you're playing a white guy who goes to Japan. I thought he just was... Japanese just happened to look he got English. He got caught up in some no, shit, and you, he... he he dives off the uh, London Tower into the water and gets swept off to Japan. If you listened, <laughs> yeah. if you li- if you guys listened to the story at all, you yeah, would understand yeah. that he was an I'd English guy. I'd rather make my own. Okay? Sent, sent now, by the Queen. I I commend them for having having a like, story, having a connection, having follow. a story, but having like actual Japanese voiceover. Yeah, but yeah. I can't follow that. I can't read what's going on when I'm being attacked by a fucking samurai, like. So if I'm well, if I go to like pull bad. if I go to pull like loot a dead body and it releases the spirit and the spirit talks to you like it does in the game yeah and I can't understand it in English I'm completely missing everything it's saying in the subtitle because I'm on such high alert in this game that I can't pay attention to that well I don't touch those bodies until I know that there's nothing that can attack me within yeah. a certain radius that's that's, that's kind of how I good do idea. it. But, me, 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 me. Um, I also don't what, understand when and when the like when those bodies appear and when they don't. Like it, it just seems like randomly I'll die. I'll come back. There'll be like thirteen of those bodies around, and then the next time around, there's like one. Oh, do you mean the blood stain type things? Uh, like with the sword in the ground. Yeah, and, yeah. That's that, not what we're talking about. Oh, okay. those, yeah, those, about that'll that'll about. summon other people's characters with their loadout. Essentially, oh, okay. you can fight them and get a piece of their loot. Uh, and it also gives you like reputation points, which then you can spend on little upgrades. Like, yeah. oh, I yeah, can see, get that stuff was not explained. No, and so there, there, there's, there's still a, things, but that it's are... also something you could completely ignore and keep playing the game. Absolutely, yes. that's it that does was not affect. Yeah, things. I was going to say is this, this game again. 
it seems like they made it slightly easier to pick up. I think that we were talking, Brian and I were talking about this on the way over the London, the intro in London in the prologue is a really nice way to just kind of throw you in the game yeah, yeah. and get you to learn Except- the base, the very basic mechanics of it before yeah. being like, okay, now you have to do the training mode, which gives you the three stances and teaches you how to use your key properly uh, and all of that. I admit I did pull like a, a, a lesser version of what Alex pulled in Bloodborne. <laughs> By missing it, the... I didn't see the fucking chest with the sword, and I went and tried to attack the guy with my fists <laughs> when I was, you know, buck Yeah, naked. I, think I, I think I killed the guy. I did that guy. like three times, and I was like, what, the, what is going on here? I think I and, killed the guy with my fists, <laughs> and, then I, and then I got the sword afterwards. Yeah, that immediately, if you beat the shit out of the back to the you <laughs> to missing, missing the gun in Bloodborne. <laughs> yeah, but. Zach, it is pretty easy to pick up. <laughs> it's just a pain in the ass once you get a little bit further into it. <laughs> I haven't beaten the first boss yet. Yes, uh, it, no, it's, it's so easy to pick up in terms of I like think it's it's very. It is not as oblique as those yes, as a Souls like game. Like the is. combat yeah. and how it works is yeah. much more clearly defined. Yes. And like watching like the feedback you get from the enemies is much easier to follow. Yep. Like trying to figure out what the enemies in the Souls and Bloodborne games like are going to do <laughs> yeah. takes a while. Like once you've got it down you're good, but like the feedback isn't quite as clear. Yeah, like the, the, the visual there feedback. are definitely visual tells, tells for yeah. like how many like you know if this guy is probably going to go for a combo as opposed to a one-off hit at least so far in like the first area that I had gone through. But in Bloodborne, like I, I play I played a little bit of Bloodborne today just to make sure that I wasn't crazy. It uh, wasn't crazy. And there are moments where you're walking up to a kid, like the they will attack you at the very last second and you have no indication of what kind of attack they're gonna do or if they're gonna yeah, follow sometimes it up with it's something just else. like they'll decide to just go crazy on you yeah. for no reason. Yep. And I, I feel like it's a little... The only way that I would say... The only time that it gets there, I would say, is in that boss. That boss is hard to read sometimes. Like, unless you really know how to maximize your distance with that guy at all turns, he will beat you down when you're not even looking. And it's very difficult. Yeah, so one of the things I want to talk about... This this is probably the only thing I don't... I really don't like about it. And yeah. this is something that's very, it, I don't know if you'll think this is stupid or not, but this is stupid. When, I don't even want to hear it. When you get, when you get like knocked over, mm-hmm. like for instance, in that boss fight, when he like hits you with the wrecking ball yep, and you go down, mm-hmm. is it an actual if, wrecking ball? If you ball? move yeah. the movement joystick, you, your mm-hmm. character does not move at all. You have to hit X to get up, to dodge mm-hmm. out of the way. Like you can't move the stick to like, to wake up, to wake up. Yeah. That like it, that was something that was completely unexplained that bothered me because like I otherwise you're just laying on the ground trying to move like what that why am I not moving what the hell's going on trying to roll around and I guess then, that was and then the, the guy's smashing me with his wrecking ball well I mean X is the dodge button yeah so I, I guess that wasn't but, that but that it's first. not it's not even trying to dodge it's just getting up from a prone mm. position like there's nothing explaining <laughs> that you know what it didn't explain to me until it happened several times is uh. When somebody's on the ground, how you can like do like the attack on them, move. Like, yeah, the, the finishing, finishing attack. Move. It didn't bring up that tip until that happened like four or five times. So I didn't know what to do. I was like trying to swing at them and stuff, and how are you swinging? Couldn't like hit this? them. Yeah, like that. <laughs> like that. A little bit like this and <laughs> around. You guys are all gonna... all over the place. But yes. n- no, the um, 
Like Megan playing Fruit Ninja? <laughs> I don't think I have that problem because I mostly just start mashing buttons when I get hit with when that guy throws the wrecking ball. So you I was, just hit all I was like, buttons. oh my God, I need to get up. And I just like, I don't but know. But that's the thing. Like I'm sitting there trying to move and yeah. like literally like if you move the stick at all, he doesn't do anything. He just lays on the ground yeah. and you have to hit X and X doesn't even move you out of the way. It just, it just makes you stand you up so, that stand you can, up move. so you mm-hmm. can move. Yeah. Like that's a mechanic where I'm like, why is that? That should not exist like that. That should be in the training mode somewhere. Like there should be a or point just where. just make it so when I move the character, he gets up the and finishing moves move to the direction should have been in the to. tutorial too. There's a lot of stuff that could have been in the tutorial, but for some reason, I don't know. Maybe that's the fact that I have played through some Bloodborne. I am now it's it's the it's the cumulative yeah, effect it, of playing. Like the you mentality guys found- from that game is definitely very helpful. Like I I easily got into playing this game because I've played those games. Yes, I think yes, but at the same time, I could immediately notice the differences and appreciate yeah. them. Yeah. I, and the whole stance thing, I thought I was awesome. going to be, I thought I was just going to be a low stance all the time because low stance lets you move quickly, keeps you in like a defensive form. But you don't do much damage. You don't do a lot of damage, but that's okay because if you can survive another day, you can go in and fight and like you, you can get yeah. more hits on somebody. But I mean, like some of those little guys with the high stance, you can go in and like wreck them in like three hits. That's what I learned. So I started running around with high stance and then just kind of like waiting for that first attack from everybody and then doing the... I, I was One, using two, the axe. Three. Were you guys using what's? What, I, what I was used everybody? an axe using, in the beginning in I'm the prologue, which was cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm dual wielding. I do that. Dual swords is my secondary, and my primary is the. I can't think of the name of the weapon. The Kurosagawa or something like that. Yeah, the it's chain, a, the, the awesome chain weapon that I really wanted in For Honor. That's not in that game. Yeah, <laughs> the chain with the sickle at the end. Yes, uh, that. Yeah, I was doing that. Uh, is amazing. Axes and single sword were my my two. Um, Kusaragama. Yeah. Yeah. But the... Uh, <laughs> what? When Brian sent us that message earlier today, the fact the, the fact that I can use the Kurosagama makes me fucking day. <laughs> There's a typo. I, I, read it, I read it in a British accent because he... <laughs> Because he says, makes me fucking day. And I said, is that right, mate? <laughs> it was supposed to be my day, not me day, but yes. And then you said something about Australian... That's how I imagined this accent. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, yeah. No, but high stance with an axe, you can just destroy things in yeah. like two or three hits, and it's great. It's fantastic. I really wish that there... I, I haven't found it yet for either of the weapons that I use, but I don't have any kind of like... The finishing moves are like that, but I want to move that if you sneak up behind somebody. Just yeah, there just needs to be an, an, instant, them. an instant kill. Which, like, like, like Bloodborne had. Yeah, which like high stance, uh, heavy hit is, is like you can, if you get a good combo with that, a one-two with that, then it takes away a lot of that. I, health, I do but. like the fact that there's some decapitation and stuff. Yeah. You can which, keep dismembering the body if you follow really? through. Yeah. Oh, like if you Like if you kill someone... Like say say your combo you're doing four hit like square 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 triangle. If by the third square they're dead, when you hit the triangle, it like you'll cut off their arms or their legs, and you'll see them like fly. Like yeah, some really weird shit happens with the chain yeah. wing thing. Zach says something interesting here. He says completely random, but if they ever finally make a new Star Wars Jedi Outcast game, I think it would be epic to do it. Oh in the holy soul shit! So that, yeah. I was thinking that this t- today when I was driving, oh, I was like, <laughs> I was like, how yes. can they make a science fiction like soul? game if there's no melee weapons then i was like but what if you were a jedi yeah 
What? And I was like, Dude, oh my God. That would be awesome. <laughs> what if From Software just made like Star Wars Jedi? That outcast? would be so rad. That would be so awesome. Be I would amazing. be so down. Could you imagine how awesome the artwork would be for that? Oh, yeah. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Oh, it'd be beautiful. Even if they used the stuff from, like, the discarded uh, Battlefront with, like, for, yeah. the, for, the evil Obi-Wan, like, that artwork was awesome, and they should just do that. Speaking but, of artwork, like, how do you guys feel about how this game looked? I, I, it's not, like, the greatest looking game in the world. It looks really good, and it... It like the frame rate. I haven't had any See, issues which with frame mode rate did you except choose for stuff that's like way off in the to distance. Play it in though, because it asks you like There's action or cinematic or or like a blend between the two or something. Yeah, weird. I don't remember. There's there's one where it prioritizes resolution, where you may get dips in frame rate. There's one where it prioritizes frame rate, where your resolution will be lower. And then I think there's one that will variable the variable the, both of them or something. I don't know. It's something I, like that. I picked the fast action one or whatever. I picked the steady frame rate one. That's probably like the shittiest looking one. I, I think it, on the Pro, it all looked gorgeous. Does it look better on the Pro? I don't know. I will say... Is it Pro Enhanced? Can you look it up? From the Alpha... It has a Pro... I mean, it came oh, out okay. after the Pro, so it has to have Pro support in it. From the whatever. Alpha, they polished the shit out of this game. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the look of it, aesthetically, amazing. Yeah, like, I, yeah I like... I mean... I do like the way it looks, but yeah, like the textures are pretty shitty. Pardon and, the barking, everyone. Yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I feel like it's just like a more clean look to it than what I'm used to. I mean, playing like the Souls game. I'm okay just, with that. There's so much going on with the artwork yeah. in that game. The game differentiates games. itself in, in a few different ways, and I think the fact that it looks cleaner and it's not like depressing to be in the world necessarily i kind of like um but yeah it doesn't have that like super ominous like foreboding feel i think once you get out of the first level you'll see more like the the so one one of the things that happens with this game the first level it takes you from the prologue into this first level you play the first level and then you find out that there's a world map and it's just Uh. a world map of like japan and there's different sections of japan that have different missions in them so it opens up a side story, two Twilight missions, which are supposed to be super hard that I haven't even tried. With vampires. And then there's a third. There, <laughs> there's are like, the romance missions, right? There's like main mission number two. So when you do the side story, it's another, it's a remix of the first of the previous level. And it starts you at the end where the ship is. Okay. And you have to fight all the way back through and kill a few more demons, essentially. Yeah. But they block off parts of the level. The things That's aren't on fire. classic Destiny move right there. Things aren't on fire anymore. <laughs> Probably looks like a totally different level because you're playing it backwards. No, it, I mean, they make it look a little bit different because it's also kind of at like a... It's kind of at like magic hour. There's some sunlight going on mm. and it makes it look pretty and it's it's interesting it's visually interesting that's cool the second level itself is kind of built into the side of a mountain and it's nerve-wracking because they give you this like thing that's like one and a half times the width of your character essentially to walk on with a fence in some areas and no fence in other areas and then they have guys popping out of you that can just knock you off of the the side of the mountain the same to them you can, but if you aren't paying attention, you're just gonna you're gonna swing yourself you're gonna, off the side. You're gonna high stance yeah. your axe right off the side of that. Some, right. some of those weapons do not play well with walls. No. I've noticed. 
so, spear, especially. So that, but the thing is that it's uh, obviously the cave systems are darker, but it's actually daytime outside, so you get a little bit more like dynamic lighting and stuff like that. Right. So I think it looks really, especially looks really good on the pro. But I think you know, I think you'll see more of of the world later on and kind of give some merit to the visual style. Where you know, obviously the Bloodborne has a very distinct look to it, and I think it's great. It's also super depressing <laughs> and, like, really dirty and gross and weird. Yeah. So, you know. Dark Souls 3 is very much like that, too. Yeah. 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 Uh, Not quite as dark and depressing. What else about Neo? I don't know if there's a it, whole lot more to say. I mean, the... It's, I, it's I just, great. I really like the combat. Set. I feel like it's... I thought the stances were going to be too much to handle. I haven't mastered switching stances in the midst of combat, which oh, is something. Oh, the, the, the uh, was it key pulse or whatever? Yeah, so you, you can, can you that's, can unlock. That's hard to master. You can unlock. Uh, that's the other thing is that there's a skill tree in this game, unlike Bloodborne, where it allows you to do more with the weapons that you find, um, and you can learn skills that allow you to recover stamina by switching stances. Instead of you can usually recover stamina by hitting block mm-hmm. uh, at the right time. It's not block. It's, or R1. It's, its, it's just the st- it's just like the stance switch button. But you the, hit a, you hit yeah. R1 when a certain part of the animation occurs, and it allows you to recover more stamina than you normally would at that moment. I wish it wasn't that button. I don't know if it's reconfigurable. I didn't look. I don't know because I find hitting a shoulder button on a moment's notice is not the easiest thing to do when you're using the other buttons, but that's just me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of weird. I don't know what else you're doing with your no, index finger. It just takes a longer depression to... It, no, like, I mean, I something understand. something you have to, like, time Is so this where we start making fun of Brian's hands as well? Is this no. All? <laughs> no. It's a, I mean, if you want, we can go... The shoulder that. buttons <laughs> have a longer depression to them, like... I feel than the uh, other buttons. They're just not as quick to use. Oh, Zach says, John, you should address weapon familiarity since you're yeah. on that topic. So we were, I was talking to him about this last night, like and how, like th- this game is super elaborate. Yeah, but you know, they were making fun of me on the Twitch chat that it is. I I do feel that it is slightly. It's it's, it's easy it's to pick easy up, to pick up, but hard to master. Yes, because there's a lot of stuff under the surface. Yeah. So one of the things under the surface is this weapon familiarity. And as you become more familiar with a weapon, you know, your, what, even if it's your particular weapon, uh, like type that you are tied to, like yeah. you're allowed to choose two. Yep. Um, for mine, it's the dual sword. So I'm familiar with the dual swords as you, when you pick up a weapon from an enemy and you use it and you become more familiar with that specific weapon, it makes it worth more mm-hmm. when you go to make offerings at the, mm. okay, uh, the, the shrines. And when you make offerings at the shrines, the more offerings you give, you start getting items back from the offerings. Well, um, and the familiarity also makes it so that your weapon is stronger in battle that's what as I well. Assumed. It, it makes it stronger more in damage. It probably takes takes up less stamina because you're familiar with using it. It enhances some of the attributes on the weapon, too. Like, yeah. your weapon might be more uh, useful against the devil, like the yokai, the ghosts, instead yeah. of normal humans, or it'll help you, like, maybe the parry is particularly strong with this weapon, and it'll be even better once you're fully familiar with it. Right. So, it can do a few different things. Um, 
Zach says, do stances really... Or no, sorry. Joey, Joey says, do stances really matter? Also favorite stance. They absolutely stances, matter. Stances do matter, and but it's really... It comes down to your, your play style. Because play style. Yeah, if, well, you, if you're one of the hit them hard and fast, then high stance is good for you. If you're one of those people that is like, I want to get a few hits in, pull out, and then get back in. Mostly... But I feel like it, it also good. helps to use certain stances against certain types of enemies. Yeah. And it also would depend on the weapon you're using, too. So, yeah, it, yeah. like, for instance, with the dual swords, um, I I walk around high stance pretty much all the time because my high stance triple combo is, like, super powerful. I can take out most of the characters in this sp- specific area I'm in by the time the combo is done. Yeah. Um, the only ones I can't are the heavily armored samurai guys. Yep. Those take a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but the high stance is great for like the heavily armored stuff. When you fight some of these like little de- what are they called the walkers and the dwellers like some of those dwellers, like yeah. de- demon guys the yokai you want to switch to the lower stance because they crawl on the ground and you can't fucking hit them with the medium uh, or the yeah. high stance unless you're doing like a big sweeping over you know overhead which blow which is very which practical. is usually at the end of your combo so you waste three or four hits getting to the end of your mm-hmm. combo to actually get one hit that lands that's yeah. totally you might as well just switch your stance right before you even engage the enemy to begin with. Um, but yeah, like Alex was saying that it, it really like high stance is like heavy and slow. Mid stance is like moderate speed and moderate, uh, attack. And then low stance is super fucking fast attacks, but it gives you like, they don't do any damage. So, but what's sweet is like you're, when you're in low stance and you're doing a combo, it's like 10 hits long. So Mm -hmm. you're just like, like just nailing the button. And then you're just like, okay, triangle and you hit triangle and you do your final, your finishing blow. And it's just, yeah. It like it feels good. Yes. Even if you're button mashing, you still feel like you're doing something sweet, like mm-hmm. which is cool, you know. So if you're not someone who who times their attacks properly, like that's something that like makes the stances a little more interesting is like how you can formulate the combos based on the stance. Yeah. That so. being said, you can't get through the game just button mashing. Yeah. Yeah. You it, it does it does matter. The stances are like you definitely want to change stance pretty not you know not often but you know depending I if, when you're going through an area you probably want to play mid stance for the most part learning the area and then you can kind of take your chances like once you die and restart like yeah. blowing through the area with high stance Joey's asking if there's poise poise is the thing in dark souls that lets you stagger or stop from being staggered yeah, I never really. Joey, am I right about that? Let me know, and then I can respond. Because I, in this game, there you have the ability to stagger opponents, and but I don't know that there's a an attribute that directly affects that or not. Um, there not, is. It's it's uh, there's skills that do. I think. What is it called? What are the what the, what are the attributes? There's like body, body, heart, stamina, stamina, strength. strength. Toughness. toughness. Toughness is the attribute that you... It's not in the list of attributes that you can upgrade when you're leveling up, but it's part of one of the things that levels up when you upgrade strength and stamina, I yeah. think. The toughness is what you use so that enemies... It makes it harder for them to break your stance. Okay. Um, and you also, through the skill tree, learn to do parries. You can do parries, and then there's also some some uh, skills are called out as this will do a lot of damage to your... Uh, to your enemy's stamina yeah so that's the thing is that obviously the high stance attacks will do more damage to their stamina as well and that will allow you to stagger them more quickly so it's 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 certainly a thing i can't 
Can you stagger with low stance? Maybe, but it's gonna be. It's gonna take more work. Yeah, I don't think so. Like I, I don't know if I. Well, okay. You can yeah. you you can stagger with low stance, but it's like if your it's enemy free. is at the end of a uh, of a combo and you come in with some strong hits, then you might stagger them with your low stance. Right, your, I will f- say your finishing with, move might cause with a stagger. low stance. If you get the first hit in, you can get like ten hits in, like John was saying. Right, and they're basically almost dead if yeah. it's like a normal average Joe enemy. Right, you need like one good attack. It is. After it is possible so you don't to even stagger. Need to stagger them. It is possible to stagger with low stance, but you need to like you either need to wait for the end of their combo or you need to engineer it right. Like I don't. I wasn't focusing on staggering anybody in particular. Like it, it kind of is easy with the axe and high stance because it would be kind of like, oh, this guy just tried like a three or four sequence combo. If I come in right now with the two strong hit high stance uh, axe hits that I do, I will stagger him and then I can go do the finishing move. Right. So that uh, it, I was factoring it a little bit, but I wasn't paying enough attention to be able to talk about it like some people do about poise. Like I know that uh, one of the people that I follow, uh, he now writes for Waypoint. His name is Patrick Klepek. I think he wrote like fifteen hundred words on poise in Dark Souls. So obviously, pros on poise. Pros on it? poise. I don't know. Hopefully, <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't. I don't know that I know enough about it to satisfy your needs, Joey. But you know, you can find somebody else who who does. Oh, and one of the other things, <laughs> one of the other things that like it, this doesn't this kind of bugs me. It doesn't. It's not like a game breaker by any means or anything that like I'm not going to stop playing because of it. But yeah. when you do an execution move and it doesn't actually kill the guy because you're not strong enough, yeah. It's, if I have the opportunity to execute a person, they should fucking die. Yeah, like if I have the the opportunity to run up them with run up to them and like run both of my swords through their stomach, they're dead. Yeah. They shouldn't have a sliver of life left and come back from that. Yeah, I, I will say there were a lot of times where I thought I killed enemies and they weren't dead because they didn't have anything on their health bar that I could see. It was super low, and they were just kind of like. Yeah, I didn't really have that problem because I started to realize when I wasn't going to kill them, so I would just be able to... Because even if they're down or staggered and you do your finishing move, then you can usually get one more fast hit in that will finish them off Right. from what I found. But yeah, the finishing move thing is kind of misleading because it doesn't finish It doesn't them necessarily off finish them. No, the it's, time. it finishes the combo. It doesn't finish the person. It's no, the not finishing necessarily. move of the combo. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily. Because you can do a combo to stagger somebody, and like you need to stagger somebody to do the finisher. That is what they are calling a finishing move. Hmm. The end of your combo might be a thing from your skill tree, but it's not necessarily a finishing move, as far as I understand. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Sure, I yeah. got you. Yeah, but, when, the, when the when the reticle turns to red, yeah, that's when you can do the finish move. Okay. Uh, the other thing that we haven't talked about at all, there are guns and bows in this game, ranged weapons. Yes, they're very easy to use, and they're nice. They're awesome. Like, Super powerful. Obviously, they're very powerful. The I gun, didn't expect that. Yeah, the gun was a parry in Bloodborne. The guns in this will kill a guy. Well, you like, could get longer range guns in Bloodborne that are actually useful for damaging targets, too. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, for the most part, they're for parrying. Well, like, and the thing that I like about this game is like, if you use the bow against a guy that doesn't have any kind of head covering on, you're likely going to pop his head off, and he's dead. Like, you don't. You have can to deal aim with below the head coverings. Yeah, you can aim like, and that's the thing. If you can, if you can get in front of them and hit inside of their head covering, then they'll that'll kill him too. I, yeah, I only used them in. Uh the tutorial but i was like whoa one hit kill this is not no, what i was expecting it's great and i'm then, used to them just as like drawing targets away yeah, from the it's a great way to pull as well because there's yeah. some guys that are too strong to be able to kill with even a headshot but they, there are rocks right. in this game just like there are rocks to help you pull, pull as well uh but then also the gun the gun will you can headshot a guy with armor on his head and it'll destroy him like That's he's dead sweet. at that point too uh, Zach says kunai spam all day. That's the other thing that I didn't really get into. I didn't use the ninjutsu or the om- oh, the other magic. Oh, Omoyo. Ma- I don't. I can't remember what it was. I think it's it Omoyo. The- I don't yeah. even know. What you're I think you're right. About. So there's the, two. The ninjutsu isn't really magic as much as it's like crafting. Yeah. So you can craft like poisons and paralytics and and oh, daggers nice. and shurikens. Daggers and shurikens that you can like use on on enemies but then also the magic one will like allow you to imbue your sword with fire there's items that allow you to do it too but you can imbue your sword with different elemental attributes and things like yeah elemental attributes yeah and i haven't done any of that and i was just thinking like maybe that's what i need to do to beat the fucking boss mine was specking like i my the way that i've been specking my guy out that's pretty low so i don't think i was gonna get a lot of good use out of either of those there is a unless, good chance that's what you have to do if, if they're taking another like, um, if they're adding another mechanic from of like, uh, one of the Souls games or whatever, because like using firebombs and shit on the bosses makes a huge difference in the yeah. game. I'm assuming the dude's a fire demon and I need to use water elements, but I don't know. N- not necessarily, because when my guardian spirit is the dog and it has a fire element to it and it was still doing fire damage to the guy. Oh, uh, okay. So I don't necessarily know. Um,. Zach didn't even know about the magic buff text. Sounds often awesome. Uh, Joey says, are finishers like repost or backstabs? Kind of. Yeah, like you'll stagger an opponent, he'll be laying on the ground, and then you can just stab them in the back. Yeah, it's or not. Stomach. So that's the thing. That's what, chest. that's what I was saying earlier, Joey, is that I wish that there was something where you sneak up behind a guy and you can do like a crazy move on him but as far as i know i haven't found it on the skill tree yet blood happen it doesn't mean that it's not there there are certain skills that are hidden yeah i mean it should be a thing where like if i'm locked onto an enemy and i walk up behind them and they haven't noticed me i should be able to do a sneak attack by like holding triangle and doing a heavy sneak or something like that and and it it would just instantly kill them there's no reason why that, that that shouldn't be in the game yeah as far as i'm concerned yeah but no no, I'm. I like this game a lot. Like, I like it more than I like Bloodborne. And oh, I think uh, despite the fact that I can't get past the first fucking boss, I think it's a great game. Yeah, I I want to play more of it. Same thing with Blood. I mean, I still like we were talking about earlier. Like, I, even yeah. now, two years Since later, I I'm still buy playing Bloodborne. Neo, I'll probably play Bloodborne or yeah, Dark Souls this week. I popped Bloodborne back in, and I'm kind of like this. This is great. It doesn't r- run that well. Like it, it kind of now that I am noticing it, it doesn't run very well. So I'm kind of waiting Dark until Souls Boost Mode comes better. out. I'm sure it does, but I don't even necessarily know that I would like Dark Souls. Like from the Dark Souls that I play, I don't know. It would be fine. Dark but, Souls Three was great. Well, yeah, it takes a lot of cues from Bloodborne, so it plays more like that than yeah, anything. Yeah. So I don't know. I I will probably just play some Bloodborne when Boost Mode comes out. 
and then I will um, probably pick up Neo when it's cheaper. But I would say it's totally worth the sixty or forty-eight. Oh, yeah. I've dollars. heard oh, it's definitely. really long. It's supposed to be like seventy hours long, and there's like thirty-five bosses in it or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I I'm like anxious to get home and keep playing it right now. Yeah, yeah. I I was. I'm anxious to pee. So I hope we're almost done. No. Now we're going to talk about the third game we didn't tell Brian about. Uh, it's called Waterfalls. There's <laughs> dripping water. Think about the water, Brian. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Joey says, I think backstabs are on the skill list, but you have to buy it with points. Maybe. That might be a thing. I don't... Maybe it's weapon-specific, too, or it, something. Yeah, that's the know. thing. Is that it might, well, with it the might dual depend swords, on the I should be able to walk up behind someone and scissor their head off. That's yes. what I want to do. That, I mean, that would make sense if the dual swords have one. The axe might not have one, but maybe the single sword does. Right. I don't know. I was mostly looking at... I I was, I was ran around with the sword a little bit after I got... I was like, okay, I can destroy all these people with the axe. Let me play with the sword a little bit and figure out what to do. Um, and obviously with the sword, you can get a lot more hits in your combo. Like with the axe, I only needed to do maybe two or three hits, but with the sword, I was able to like get a strong in and then four softer hits and it, you know, it, I like the variability of it all. Yeah. Yeah. The dual swords and the, uh, thing I can never remember the name of is awesome. And the fact that we didn't talk about, this is, uh, uh, it's a little bit of a loot game too, because you can pick up item names. Have uh, <laughs> Zach says Alex prefers asking people questions face to face. Yes, I do, Zach. Very true. Um, but no, it's got a little bit of the Diablo loot system in it, where you know you pick up items like white is common, yellow is uh, rare, not blue, uncommon. Blue is blue is rare. Blue, okay, fine. Blue is rare, and, and then purple is exotic. Is, is it? Is maybe there's something a little higher? Ultra I don't know. Ultra rare. Maybe. I don't know. What, I haven't for, seen anything higher. I've in only Neo gotten purple. or Diablo. In Neo. Neo. I was gonna say in Diablo it goes up to orange, orange yeah. and then green for set so. items. Oh, and the other nice thing is I don't know if this is a thing in Bloodborne or not, but there is an item that you can purchase to totally respec your character uh, once you once you beat that first level. You can go into the shop. Because you do accrue gold as well as souls or whatever you want. I'm Amrita, Amrita. Yeah, uh, but you can you can spend money on an item that isn't particularly expensive uh, that will allow you to completely respect your character in terms of that's nice. Uh, you know, leveling up and that kind of stuff. So yeah. that that makes me feel better and more willing to go and spend these souls and level up into things and try and make my character better because if I don't know that I can do that, then I become very apprehensive at leveling up and right. it makes me want to like look at a guide and then can you do that repeatedly or no? I don't know if you can do it more than once or not. I, I don't know if it's a, or maybe the cost goes up each time. You the do cost it. might go up or maybe you just need to buy another one each time. I think it's something like 10,000 gold, which by the time I was done with the first level, I had like 22,000 gold. Yeah. So it wasn't a big deal, but hmm. no, the game is awesome. And uh, props to Team Ninja. Props to Team Ninja, Koei Tecmo, Sony. This is a Sony exclusive game, which is rad. Yeah, and so, it's good. It's really good. It's very good. Highly recommended. Yeah, totally. Cool. Yeah. So that's how we feel about Neo. Yeah. What else is going on with the uh, the network? 
horror movie yearbook's about to do 2002, right? Yeah, 2002 is going to be their next episode. I think last week was it last Friday? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. No, it was two weeks ago. They did uh, 70. No, no, no. It was. It was uh, 90, 98. Yeah, 98. And, uh, yeah, they did kind of their WB thriller period. So now they're going to go yeah. into 2002. <laughs> the WB thriller period. Yeah. And, uh, and they're also working. We're trying to schedule out some time. They ran a poll a little while back, and they're going to do a commentary for Jason Takes Manhattan. Nice. Uh, so we, we just got to get that recorded. That's going to happen soon. Uh, other than that, there's not too much going on. I'm working on a thing for film there. It's called Collected Thoughts, where I am taking... News, we used to do a lot more film news earlier in the podcast. Yeah. And I went back to the first episode and noticed that we talked about um, the fact that they announced, when they announced that the X-Men, the follow-up to X-Men First Class was going to be Days of Future Past. And then I searched in our website for X-Men Days of Future Past and I collected each story where we talked about it up until the review. And I'm going to put it all into one big episode so you can hear kind of where our thoughts were throughout oh, cool. the throughout the movie and then you can listen to the final review so um look for that and i'm gonna do that a few different times and that'll be kind of in between uh other it's gonna be you know every month or two that kind of thing because it's not a ton of work but uh you know i don't want to spend too much time listening to the stuff that we've already done yeah so yeah sounds but good that's what's going sounds on fun yeah right on well while you're listening or even watching along, why not head over to midwestpodcastnetwork.com slash support. Check out all the various ways you can support us. You can check out the support store and buy t-shirts, hoodies, koozies. You can just donate if you don't feel like actually buying anything. Also, check out our Amazon affiliate link where you can purchase things on Amazon and we get a little bit of money from that. And don't forget to rate and review us on your favorite podcatchers such as iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Podcasts, or Podbean, or wherever else you're getting your podcast from. Pod Pod. Pod Pod. I don't think that's one, but that should be one. <laughs> Uh, as always, if you like what you hear, even if you don't, please do send us feedback via email at midwestgamers at gmail.com or via Twitter at MGN Podcast. And don't forget to add us on Instagram at Midwest Game Nerds. Um, thanks again, guys, for Please being come here. watch us on Twitch because this is the thing that we're doing. And, uh, you know, it's fun to talk to Zach and Joey and Pat and everything while we're recording here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pat just said, good job. Maybe next time you are attractive ladies instead. <laughs> we'll work on it. Yeah. Mm, I'll yeah. just, I'll have Megan do my makeup. <laughs> we should, uh, maybe use this green wall here. Yeah. I don't know that that's going to work. Okay. We'll figure it out. But we'll see. But anyways, thanks again, everybody for listening in those watching. We really appreciate it. Please do stick around and check us out next time. I don't know what we're going to, what are we going to do? Uh, What's the next episode? God, let's see. What comes out? Two weeks from now. It's Will that be right after our Switch? No. No. It'll be right before Switch comes out. No. Uh, does Horizon come out on the 24th? I don't know. Look it up. You so have a can, computer in Yeah, I know. <laughs> it might be Horizon Zero Dawn. There wouldn't be a Crap, lot of time right, to do it. It'll be right before. Yeah, may, I mean, you know, we could we could maybe either do Horizon or we could delay. And what the problem is, if we delayed, then we won't have much time to play with the Switch. Yeah. Right. But we're not going to have much time to play Horizon either. So we'll see what's what it's going to be. But it, it, 28th. I'm. It's coming out the 28th? Okay. That, yeah, so then the it, it won't says. be Horizon. We'll look at the list. We'll see if there's anything else coming out. Otherwise, maybe we'll follow up with John on Neo. I don't know if Brian will end up buying it now or not. But I'm... Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, if I get a chance to. Once you can find a copy. I, I mean, I could buy it digitally, but that's just. You buy it on? Do you have either. Prime? No. Oh. I was gonna say it still probably got the discount if you bought it through Prime, but I was thinking you about could, getting Prime though. You could pay me and I'll buy it for you on Prime. Whatever. I mean, I have like fifty some dollars to spend at Best Buy. I want to spend. You it. can spend it on a Switch game. I could just order it on there. Yeah, just order it online. Yeah, you could order it on BestBuy.com. Yeah. Anyways. Yep. Thanks again, everybody. <laughs> we will see. Uh, you Joey next wants to time. hear about For Honor. I don't know about that. Eh, maybe Brian will talk about that if he ends up getting it, but probably not. Zach wants us to discuss the idea of Star Wars Outcast in Souls format. It's going to be the greatest game ever. Yeah, it would be really awesome. We can talk about it. Yeah. That would be great. Anyways, thanks again for the third time for listening and watching, and we'll see you guys next time. Peace.